Welcome to episode eight of Chew on This, a Nerds United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. We got to see Deadpool. What were your first? First of all, what are your what were your first reactions, dude? First of all, like when you started watching the movie. Oh my god! Right from the very beginning, right from the, like the opening credits, when when you saw the name, you saw you saw like how they were introducing people, like for director, it said said some overpaid asshole or something like that for director. <laughs> overpaid tool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, and then the guy, the real heroes of the movies were the writers. So, like right then and there, you knew it was it was different. It was going to be different. Then you saw the. Uh, you saw the uh, was it People magazine of Hugh Jackman? <laughs> oh my God! Um, they had they did it like a sexiest man alive with Ryan Reynolds, you know, part, and then they did uh, a, like the guy had like a trading card, a Green Lantern trading card in his wallet. And, uh, <laughs> right. Th- that opening. They made so that, many references to every. They made uh, so many references to both Green Lantern and X Men Origins, and even a Blade Trinity, a Blade a Blade reference too, a Blade Two reference. Oh, what, uh, what the fuck did he say? It was toward the end of the movie or toward the middle or something like that when he's just like, go watch Blade 2 at home or go watch it on video. I can't oh, remember. It was something right. like that. I, I have to go watch that movie again because there's so many Easter eggs. It's ridiculous. But Yeah, there it was. I I, I think I lost my shit when he referenced, um, oh, if it's a little late now, but spoilers. So if you haven't seen the movie, <laughs> oh yeah, do not listen to this. A few things. Yeah. So, but anyway, so the part, oh fuck, what were you saying? The um, the references, Easter eggs. Oh, the, I lost my shit when he said when he referenced uh, uh, Patrick Stewart and James McAvoy as as Professor Xavier, and he's like, I can never get my universes right. Right. Like oh my god, that was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> there were so many. There were so many great things about this movie. I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where to start. Well, I mean, the opening sequence was incredible. Like it, it was done. I. It was done so well. It was like this, like slow motion and camera moving around yeah. and, and and showing all these references as that car is all flipping through the air. Just, just all the little jokes and stuff. like yeah, that. Yeah, it was so well done. And like immediately, like you said, like we knew that movie was going to be great just right after that opening sequence. And it was, it was genius, absolute genius. Um, but, uh, what I liked about that movie is they did a lot of, um, uh, like kind of flashbacks and flash for, you know, flashbacks and present time, but it was done like really, really well. It wasn't like some, you know, editing gag or something like that. Like it, it, it made sense of the story kind of, and and then like when they actually catch up, he actually references it. He's like, "Okay, we're all caught up now," <laughs> and like, "Here we go." But uh, the jokes were like a mile a minute. I mean, he like we had said before, he was really yeah. he was born to play missed that part. A, missed a lot of jokes because I was laughing so hard at the original joke, and you know everybody else in the audience was laughing too. So it wasn't just me because there were some really every almost oh my god I think like. 25 to 40% of the jokes were just literally laugh out loud. Yeah. Most most of the jokes, most of the jokes hit, hit like really, really well. And and it wasn't (laughs) over the top. It wasn't like, like, you know, roll your eyes kind of jokes. It was like laugh out loud jokes. Yeah. They were really good. uh, You know, we said before in the last podcast that 
Ryan Reynolds could not have been a more perfect pick for for Deadpool because that's just who he is. So it's so nat. It feels like it's so natural for him to do that, um, to to have those quips and to to you know break the fourth wall talking to the audience when he when and it, and that's perfectly well done too. It, you know he, he picks and chooses exactly when the right time to actually break the fourth wall is, and that was a, that was a really good thing because I was afraid going in that when they, when he broke the fourth wall that mm-hmm. it wouldn't feel as natural as it does in a comic book because there's you know that's two different. That's two, that's two different mediums, and they can't right. they can't really fake it. So you have to do it right on right. screen because it's not going to read like a comic. Yeah, book. sometimes those things don't translate too well. But I I thought it was pretty awesome. I, I've read some you know naysayers or people complaining like they didn't understand. I think they didn't understand the character, so they were like complaining like, "What's with the him talking to the screen and blah blah blah." I was like, "Dude, that's that's who Deadpool is. That's what he does. He like kind of looks into nothing, looks into you know." the audience and he says, says these funny things, but you know, in reality, I'm sure he's just looking into space and just saying it for his own amusement, you know, but it, it works, you know, it works, it works really well. I, I was kind of surprised like none of the characters went like, who are you talking to? <laughs> Most of the time he was just by himself, you know, talking to, a, to the audience, but um, sometimes yeah, he was he, with other really people. Do it in the comic books, I've only read, I've only read a handful of comic books that that Deadpool was in it, mm-hmm. and when he breaks the fourth wall, it doesn't look like the rest of the characters in the comic books realize what he's doing. Realize what's going on, yeah. Right, and what's crazy is is when the movie was ending, mm-hmm. I kept thinking, like, what the fuck could they possibly show? And I was, like, thinking, like, it would be right there with them to do, like, Ferris Bueller, because that was the only character I could think that would that would constantly break the fourth wall. Growing up watching that type of movie, and I'm wondering because Ryan Reynolds is around my age too, <sighs> right? Wondering like I wonder if they're going to do like I really seriously thought that they're going to do the ending credits of Ferris Bueller because that was the technically I think that was the, the first logical. time you ever saw an end like an end end credit scene, um, right? That was you know that popular to to my knowledge anyway. And I just kept thinking that they were going to do it. And I was like, no, that's just stupid. They'd probably do something else or tease a movie. And then they show the hallway and like, oh, my God, they're going to fucking do it. They're I couldn't believe it either. I, I didn't have the same thought as you did. But as soon as I saw the hallway, I was like, oh, my God, that's brilliant. I, I understand. Like, I it immediately connected the two dots. You know, I was like, oh, that's that's awesome. You know, because he's always breaking the fourth wall. And Ferris Bueller, like you said, did that throughout the whole his whole right. movie. And it it, yeah, I mean, it worked. It was so funny. People were just were really cracking up. But you know, the, he does the the whole announcement thing about cable, and nobody really, you know, gave a crap about that. And I kind of, I I kind of at the same time was like, well, that's a little disappointing because I read about that like two like a week ago. You know that they were get, you know going to be doing a, a sequel with uh, cable, but. Um, but you know the the whole bit with the Ferris Bueller thing was pretty was pretty funny. I thought I really it was like perfect, perfect ending to a perfect movie. Um, right. So, what other did you like? Um, the sidekick, I think his uh, actor's name is um, T.J. Miller. He he does some. He kind of yes. he kind of plays the same character all the time, but he does it yeah. so fucking well. It's freaking hilarious. Um, I, uh, I I loved him in, um, uh, fuck. 
<laughs> Fuck, can't remember that. He was in a comedy where he played the best friend of one of the guys from um, oh. Knocked Up. Oh, and uh, oh, uh, she's is it? She's not that into you, or what the fuck is that? Maybe called? that could be it. I think I know what it you're was, talking it's a about. Comedy, but he was he was he was the guy's best friend. Um, but he stole the show every time he was on the screen. I yeah, like... and Kristen Ritter is actually in that movie. Oh no way! Yeah, you she sh- plays the she plays the best friends of um, of uh, Alice Eve. Oh, okay. That's the movie with uh, Jay Berenshaw, too. Um, yeah, that's the movie. I can't think of the fucking name. Yeah, yeah. Canadian dude, little scrawny dude. He's he's pretty funny. Um, he does like the voice of uh, the the guy on um, How to Train Your Dragon, the main character. She's out of my league. That's what it's called. She's out of my league. Yeah, he was he was pretty funny. I think that was the first time I saw him, and then um, he really blew up for me. On there's a show on HBO called Silicon Valley. That's so. Uh, I never saw it. Oh, dude, it's so fucking great. You have to watch that show. It's so, so good. And he's really super funny in that. But um, yeah, I liked his character in this movie. He had a lot of good one-line jokes. Um, and I, I really loved that they came up with the name Deadpool based on the death pool that they had up on the wall for... Yeah, when people are going to die. <laughs> yeah, that's not how it happens in the comic books. Um, that's not how he gets his name, actually. Right. He actually—I mean, the whole cancer thing—that's that was that was from the comics. Yeah. Um, but he's actually given the serum um, after he joins Weapon X, and he—that it, it, serum is, I think, has Wolverine's healing factor in it. I'd have so that's to. How he, that would make sense. Yeah, that would make sense because he literally and in becomes the movie, indestructible. In the movie, they like do this whole story arc where he his he has to be you know like scared shitless in order for the mutation to happen, and that's how he becomes you know oh, right. like ugly. That speeds but up in his the comic uh, books. Yeah. In the comic books, they actually, when I remember. The Deadpool is, um, I think it's like a, a bet, just like in the movie, but it's from the inmates or the people that they had captured there um, fighting each other. And the Deadpool was them betting on who would die. Oh. Because he was like okay. a prisoner or something. And the reason why he's all fucked up like that, I think, is because they were torturing him and making him fight or something like that. Right. So it doesn't happen from... It doesn't happen from him getting his mutant, like his mutant powers, right? Like well, in the movie. you know, but I was okay with it. I yeah, was okay I was, with uh, what they did. Yeah, I was okay with it too, and I, 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 I was even okay with the fact that he, you know, was chasing that guy down. So the guy, because the guy said, "Oh, I can fix your looks and all that," and so like he goes and actually chases him down. And uh, right. what made me laugh at the end is that he puts a puts a gun on him. He's like, "Okay, you're going to help me change or whatever." He's like, "Dude, I, I can't." I can't do anything for you. And he's like, well, what's the point of keeping you alive? You know, it was yeah. like, it was like such a, it, it was great. I was like, and then the, I think the biggest and laugh, Colossus. Yeah, the, yeah. that was the biggest laugh. The biggest laugh that, that the audience gave was when Colossus does that whole speech about 
you know, life is precious yeah, kind yeah. of thing and don't kill him and all that. And there's four or five moments in your life where that, that defines who you are. And as he's talking, Deadpool shoots the guy in the head. I love that. It's like, it's like, and, then, and, then, and then Colossus starts throwing up and oh my God, it was so funny. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Yeah, we lost our shit too in the movie when, uh, when Colossus started it. throwing up. It was so goddamn funny. I mean, that got the biggest slide. <laughs> yeah, everything about that movie. There's so many. Even um, what's the name of the girl? Oh God, Negasonic. Uh, Negasonic. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's her real name in the comic book. I know, and I just, I just love. He just goes Negasonic. What? Fuck that name is cool. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a that's an actual homage to how that character how that character became an X Men too, because they uh, they 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 just came up with this name. And there was like they thought that there was a fucking cool name, so they had to get the name into the comic books, and that's how. That's great, man! It just a lot of you could tell that people just loved this character in the comic books so much that they just they added a, a ton of stuff in. But the the other cool thing about this character is that you can make sequels and do different things. Like I'd like, I'd like to see him par- paired up with with Cable in the next movie. I think it's a really good contrast and. I, I like I like I Isn't like Cable the, from the future though. I think so, if I remember right. But I don't know how they're going to kind of mess with that. But um, I don't know. And Cable's a villain though, right? No, no, he's no. a good, he's a Cable vil- is I actual... thought he was a villain turned good guy, but I, I, maybe I'm wrong. No, no, he's actually that's why they pair well together because Cable's pretty straight edge military. He's from the I think he's in the was in the military, or whatever. And he's so he's you know again he's straight edge or whatever and he's the exact opposite of Deadpool so that's why they work so well together. Okay, so now here's the question: book. Who the flink are they going to get to play that character? I don't know. I was thinking um, when the movie was over that I was afraid of the sequel, kind of, because this movie is so unique. Yeah, in everything it is. that it is, and and I, it makes me nervous because if they, you know, pull the same jokes or pull the same, you know, moments to to try and make you laugh. You know, like that whole opening sequence when you're looking at all these Easter egg stuff, like the Hugh Jackman and People magazine and... and um, Yeah, which was an ongoing the joke. That, was, that The Hugh Jackman yeah, thing was an fact, ongoing joke. Yeah. And, the, and, you know, in the beginning where they like, he's sitting on his face in slow motion too. Um, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> what he's so packing his... with a movie... Yeah. With a movie like that has this many jokes, I don't like. I don't want to see Home Alone two. You know what I mean? Like, basically, that's the same identical thing. Only oh shit! A paint, a paint can again. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's what I, I. That's why I'm afraid of this movie with the sequel. I'm hoping that they stay away from that type of rehashing the same jokes and punchlines and things like that, and you know, carrying new jokes over. Cause like, remember in Austin powers, yeah, the ongoing joke was he, they cut off the words before the next person said it was a big cock in the sky. You know what I mean? Right, right. You know, it gets you know, old. The next person says Johnson, you know, so, but they kept doing that joke over different things. Right. And that's what, that's what makes me afraid of Deadpool too. It's, but, it's lazy. But writing. Definitely, it's it'll the... definitely be in my top 10 because right now in 2016, this is, Wait, which so far? Wait, so far this is the best movie I've seen in 2016. Right, 
and it'll probably stay that way for a little while. I just, you know, reading the Batman v Superman reviews today, uh, not reviews. Well, they said but the like same things people. that we were said that we've said for a long time, and unfortunately, we didn't record that. Yeah, you know, because we, because well, months ago, and well, you've said this, but like months ago, I told you, I'm like, oh, those, you know, the the executive said it was so amazing, and you're like, um, of course they're going to say that because they don't want to, you know. Um, they're not going to talk bad about their movie, but like now there's like talk of not necessarily, (laughs) not necessarily, yeah, not necessarily that the movie's bad, but, but they watched it and they're going, uh, this is not strong enough to back up a justice league movie to start into a justice league movie. Like we might need to push it back and do some, you know, some, do a Batman movie in between somewhere, do an Affleck Batman movie. And maybe that'll well, like push it into the justice. Many times. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, again, we, we said it so many times, unfortunately not on the podcast, but that we've said before that Zack Snyder just knows how to film action mm-hmm. and put a, a comic book frame on the screen. I don't think there's anybody who shoots a single like that. That scene in the trailer where Superman is holding the the missile up over his head mm-hmm. and landing—that's like straight out of the fucking comic books, right there. Yeah, like, big time. But the problem is, is that most of his movies, basically all of his movies, other than maybe Three Hundred, but that he was adapting that. Um, any any original movie, you don't give a shit about anybody, and it's really hard to be invested in a superhero movie when if you don't like the superhero or can't you know, be there with the superhero throughout the story. You don't care, but we'll talk about that when. Oh yeah. You know, when that comes closer. Yeah. Comes out. But, but the fact, but here's the other thing too. If, if you hired Zack Snyder to direct, you know, these movies, what did you think you were going to get? Right. That's like, if I asked Mike, like, that, like that's if I asked Michael Bay to direct Shakespeare and it turns out like shit. And like there are explosions. Puts like a fucking aircraft carrier in Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> they're like there were no explosions in Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Why is there? A, why? Is, hey, Michael, can you explain to me? This is Romeo and Juliet. Why is there a helicopter flying? Why at did a robot kill the Montagues? <laughs> What's what the hell's going on here? <laughs> yeah. Why? How? How come you have four sunsets in two days of your movies? <laughs> Speaking of Michael Bay, do you see that the? The, 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 they put together that brain trust last year for the Transformer movies, and oh, now God. brain trust. I, that's so fucking. That's such a such great a, name for Transformers. Right, people. it's such an oxymoron. <laughs> brain trust. Yeah, I know. Like, let's put the. So, I'm like, it, why don't I say Academy Award winner Michael Bay? <laughs> you know, if I were on that brain trust, I'd be like, first order of business, let's fire Michael Bay. You're fucking let's fired. Get somebody else. Yeah, you're fucking fired. I mean, Michael Bay is seriously like the Kardashians of the movie <laughs> world because like he is, he's basically famous for just being like loud and obnoxious. The guy, movies. Like, it's, that, you know, that's it's what he's known for explosions and shit, you know, and like the Kardashians are known for just being fucking whores. Yeah. I, I just don't so, but like, see people just eat it up, man. And, and unfortunately we're buying tickets too. Exactly. And people eat up the Michael Bay transformers. It makes no goddamn it sense. It doesn't make any sense, but you know, it, I guess just explosions just went out, you know, like the, the acting is always terrible. The script's always terrible, but people just still go and watch the, the last movie made over a billion dollars. I'm just, and it's the worst movie. It's the yeah, worst. I don't fucking, I don't, um, yeah, I just don't, I don't get it. I mean, I think I'd rather sit through twilight than fucking any of the Transformers <laughs> movies. Can, 
At least Twilight is I'd trying have, and just failing have miserably. At this point, Michael Bay's like, I could put an exploding 20-foot dick on screen and people will still come yeah, and see it. Yeah, pretty much. But they're making, you know, they're making, what, uh, five, six, and seven or something like that, and they have one year after another, so it's like a trilogy. Um, I think Fast, Fast and the yeah. Furious is doing the same thing. They're like, we're going to do seven, eight, or eight, nine, and ten, and then we're done kind of thing. But I actually have more faith in fast and way more faith in fast and furious than, than transformers. They, they treat, they treat fast and the furious, you know, it's such an odd entity in the, in the Hollywood universe that, but they treat it never. Yeah. They just, they treat it well and the fans love it and they give the fans what they want. And in transformers, but they're getting they better. Yeah, they are. They're, they're getting better. No, I'm not. Yeah. Fast and furious. They, they've been, they've been getting better. The, was it the fast the fast and fast five was the one where they were in um, where the rock that was, was in first Rio. introduced yeah that's where the game cha- that was the game yeah. changer movie basically yeah it was for me too because because um, I didn't really care for that series and then I was made to go watch that movie in the theater and I walked away I was like holy shit that was a really good movie. It was basically a crime. Yeah, heist big time. They, movie. they totally changed the changed the way they did. Yeah, this. exactly. And the second they changed the formula, I, I was interested because I don't give a shit about street racing. And, I don't. And I don't. I don't either. I like you know we've talked about. It before. I like the the team aspect. I like I like how each person yeah. has a you know a, a skill, and I also like how they 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 kill. They don't have a problem killing characters off. They did that in the sixth movie. Um. And um, I, I just like, I just like team movies. I don't know. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see where they go, and I hope they bring Kurt Russell back and all that stuff. And um, boy, man, Vin Diesel cannot make a movie by himself that's not Fast and Furious. All his movies that aren't Fast and Furious are pretty terrible. <laughs> I I, I watched. I didn't even see the last one. Oh, the, the last, the last Hunter? witch hunter. I watched it. Do not watch it. Yeah. It is a complete, utter waste of time. It's it's horrible. I knew that watching the trailer. Why the fuck would you watch it? I watched it because my fiance loves, loves, loves anything that's you know horror or um, uh, like fantasy. You know, witches and zombies and you know, you name it. She loves it. So when that mm-hmm. movie, you know, finally came out, we were able to to watch it. And even she, like she, she enjoyed I mean, it. I like sci-fi movies and comedies and stuff, but you know, I, I wouldn't just waste money if it was just a like a um, that genre of a movie I like. You know, if there was a sci-fi movie that you know was like Battlefield Earth, I wouldn't go and watch that no movie. see the, the part of the problem is like okay so if you compare the rock with vin diesel the rock has some this this kind of charm or whatever that just works in a lot of different movies yeah. and vin diesel doesn't have that he he's pretty one he's pretty no. one note so i yep. i love him in the fast and furious movies but everything else he's done i just i can't it's not the same thing. You know, even Schwarzenegger was even, he was, you know, able to cross over into a comedy to a certain degree. And The Rock, you know, I loved him in The Rundown. I just watched that the other day. Um, he had equal comedy and action yeah. in that. And I, I wish he would do more things like that. It seems like, to hey, our franchise is going downhill. Let's get The Rock. You know, that's what's been happening lately. And um, right. 
you know, they should fuck take Mark Wahlberg out of Transformers and put fucking Rock in there. <laughs> it might might you know class it up a little bit more. Um, I don't. I, uh, Wahlberg's not bad, but again, it shows you how how a bad director or a bad movie makes a, an actor a good actor seem Wahlberg, really bad. Wahlberg for me is hit and miss too. I mean, there's certain movies he's fantastic in, and then other movies where he's just whiny. I can't, uh, you know. It does. He does. I loved him in Boogie Nights, and you know, um, you know the, the Ted movies, and you know all that stuff. He's he's really great in some of those. But then that same acting, you know, he uses in other movies, it doesn't work. You know, so um, I don't know. We'll see. I'll, I'll probably shell out my money to go watch Transformers again for fuck's sake. I just, I, I, I don't, I don't know. Watched like the last three. Well, I mean, I, I the think theater. the biggest reason now to do it is because you know we can podcast about it, and make fun of it. That's about probably the only reason why we're going to go see. Yeah, it. but that would that would mean I would still have to pay him money, and I'm not going to be part of that fucking. <laughs> you're like Beach. You're like Beach. Come down here and, and buy me a ticket. And I'll go. <laughs> no, don't fucking no. Don't even buy my ticket. I'm not going. <laughs> don't even waste your money. I refuse to give that fucker you're any like, money, tell, even if it's tell not me mine. What the movie's about. I don't want to go see it. Look, if if like thirty homeless people or homeless kids wanted to watch that movie, I'd be like, "Fuck no, you're not." I'm going to buy that. you a burger. You live on the streets. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to buy you. I'll buy you anything else other than a ticket to Michael Bay. <laughs> Even the toys are terrible. Man, I I love the old. G1 it should not stuff. take you twelve minutes to fucking transform a toy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Remember when you got jazz? It was a plastic piece of shit, and you ripped the tongue off. I know. I know. It was terrible. I was... You tried transforming it, and you fucking broke it five minutes later. It's, it's shitty, dude. The, the old G- and the good thing, the good thing, the good thing is, is that it was such a piece of shit to begin with that you were just able to snap the head. Back I did. On, I no snapped problem. it back on. I just gave it to you, didn't I? I'm like, here, just keep this. And like, and I think, yeah, you just think somebody pissed you off so much. It pissed it. you off so much in the first time. <laughs> You fucking just be like, fuck this thing. <laughs> fuck this toy, you keep it. <laughs> that's funny. I know, that's those those toys are not I mean my I tried transforming that thing when I was drunk and I ripped its arm off. <laughs> never never trans never never play with transformers. I'm fucking yelling at the toy. I'm like I'm yelling at the toy. I'm like, this is not how he transforms in the cartoon. And it was like, you know, plastic and not metal like the right. old Transformers. And I fucking ripped its arm off by accident because I thought that's what it was supposed to do. <laughs> Your retard string. You, th- <laughs> you fucking threw out the directions. I'm like, I'm yelling at it. Like, how the fuck is this? How is this a kid's toy? Like, what the hell is this? I can't figure this out. I'm an adult and I can't figure out this toy. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> those th- I I had bought a whole bunch of those for my son, too. He loved them when he was like five. He was... Really good at transforming stuff. Didn't even need to look at the directions. And I, I'm just like flabbergasted. I'm like, whatever, dude. But I are you saying your son's smarter than me? Fuck sm- your kid. Dude, he's, so- <laughs> <laughs> he's really good at he's really good at that stuff. Taking apart things and putting them back together. He's like, well, you can look at it both. You can look at it two ways. You can look at it like you're looking at it like he's really smart. But we just spent like ten minutes saying how retarded that is. <laughs> and then the other way you look at it is your kid's really good at retarded things. <laughs> yeah. You're like, which one? Which one is it? I I kind of think that yeah. you're just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you're good at dumb things. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of broken toys, I bought um, I, I bought <laughs> um, a lot of uh, 
the Star Wars uh, Black Series six inch, you know, for Force Awakens, and one of them was the the clone right. trooper, the not clone trooper, sorry, stormtrooper, uh, first order stormtrooper. So I bought one for my son and put it on his wall, and he's like digging it and all that stuff, and I I got a little jealous. I'm like, fuck, I want one of those. So I found one like one day because they were gone for months and then i finally found one and brought it home and i was like i'm gonna open this thing up and display it because i have a kylo ren i opened up and i display that so i opened it up and i go i'm not even joking it's out of the box maybe five seconds and i go to like move the arm to like pose it and the arm rips off i was so pissed <laughs> off i was like are you fucking kidding me a 20 dollar toy like it's like in other words it's not even meant to be taken out of the box it's like buy this box <laughs> and then put it on the wall don't ever open it because the toy is a piece of shit we don't want you to know you know, it's like it's. Did you, try, is, did you rip its arm off because you tried transforming it? <laughs> yeah, I tried transforming it and it fucking broke. I was like, "What the hell? I thought I was supposed to turn into a robot or a, a car." That's probably what the engineers, the, the engineers who designed the toys, are probably like. They're never going to play with this thing. It's That's what I'm saying, man. I I posed it and it broke right away. I was so angry and I I tried to look for like a <laughs> super glue and I had already threw the the receipt away because I had it for like a couple weeks or whatever and I finally opened it up and broke it. I was really angry. So I'm like, now I'm trying to find another one so I can replace it. Um, just take the other one back. Was like, oh, man. I get so irritated about stuff like that. It's like, it seems like, especially with these toys, these particular Star Wars toys, even though they look better than past toys, they're put together really shoddy. I just don't understand it. It's like, take pride in your work and make something look nice. That's why I love, love, love the Disney Elite figures. They're fucking fantastic. They're so nice, and they've got weight to them, and you can't really pose them all that, like, totally well, but they don't break. They won't break, you know? They're, they're really sturdy and really heavy, and they only cost, like, $5 more than the Black Series, so I just hope they keep making those Disney Elites and go back and make the, the old-school ones, and I'll start picking up those little by little, but... Yeah, I'm just really upset the way toys are made really chintzy these days, and, and they jack up the prices and all that stuff. So there's my little I'll get off my soapbox. How, how long has it been since we talked about Deadpool? <laughs> oh, right. So there's this movie, Deadpool, we watched last night. You know what's funny is like the, we talked about Deadpool. If you look at um, – I, I got this email from Sideshow Toys the other day, and they have a Deadpool um, action figure coming out and also a bust or a statue or whatever. It looks it looks awesome. It looks really awesome. Like if I was was it like, was it the movie Deadpool? Or it's, the it's the no, Deadpool? it's the movie version. It, it looks freaking fantastic. I w- I would totally if I collected that kind of stuff, I would buy it. But yeah, they nailed the costume in the movie too. I was surprised how well that transferred. Well, I mean they you know they they made some adjustments to it, so he's not really wearing tights anymore. Um, but they they did a really good job transferring you know what's in the comic book onto screen. They did and, and make it look real. Yeah. I loved how he came up with it though. Like wasn't he wearing all white and then he got blood on it? He's like, God damn it! Like he killed somebody, he got sprayed. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, oh, yeah. that was so funny. Uh, it, so he's like, oh, I got to make the suit out of red so it's, it doesn't show that people bleed or I'm bleeding. I just that was great. <laughs> I like the part where where he almost has the mask down. He has, but it's basically like a sock over his head with the red and the black painted <laughs> and he's talking to the guy or something and 
And he comes back all pissed off. He's like, what is it? They can't hear me in this thing. <laughs> That's right. And I thought that was like a, uh, I thought that was like a little, uh, a rip on like Spider-Man or something. It might have been, but al- yeah. but also, you know, I just it's kind of how his uh, suit evolves in the movie. You know, he has to keep making changes, but but it's kind of I like that. I, I like that they um, didn't just one day show up and have this awesome suit. Like he showed how he kind of like it. It yeah. went through some changes, and I thought that was cool because like that was one of my biggest gripes about Spider-Man was that. You know, in the beginning, he did have like a funky sock on his head and, you know, ski mask and all that shit. And I thought, okay, that's cool. But then, like, he designed this crazy ass, like, awesome looking suit. And I was like, come right. on, wait a minute. Like, even Kick Ass, like, ordered his suit on Amazon or some shit. <laughs> and, like, he put it together. Well, the Andrew Garfield one, you saw that he was making it out of, uh, out of, like, skiing. Uh, material, yeah, like, like almost like a Gore-Tex uh, material. So actually, yeah, so they actually showed him doing it that way. The Tobey Maguire one, they don't show you anything. He just draws it on screen, and then all of a sudden he's got the suit. Right, right. Like he's got like this three D printer thing that just designs his suits or something. Which actually, well, that would have probably worked yeah. out now nowadays. You could you could do that in a superhero movie nowadays. You can put something in a computer right. and it'll just sew it out. It'll put it together for you. But I mean, the, the lenses alone for his for his mask, Spider Man's mask. Mm-hmm. The lenses alone are Oakley lenses, apparently, for the first movie. Oh, really? And, uh, and uh, interesting. You know, they're they're probably they're they're more they're like they're more than Peter Parker could afford. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. Yeah, I know that's so true, man. Like he's he's fucking broke all the time. But, yeah, exactly. Where the fuck do you get off getting lenses like that custom made? <laughs> Come on, you, you had to have stolen those out of the sunglass shop or the web. Come on, man. Yeah, you wonder if like these these people, like if they ever use their superpowers for for bad or whatever. I, 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 if anyone would do that, I would think Deadpool would do it. But even he has some sort of like some sort of morals or values. But I like how he called the X Men a boy band. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I'll think about joining your boy band, <laughs> and then Colossus is like, "It's not a boy band." <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> he gives Colossus such a hard time, man. Such a hard time. I love the uh, the reaction to when um, when uh, Ajax escaped, and he did the he did the the Deadpool Home Alone thing. Yes, um, I fucking nailed that. That was awesome. That was really really um, good. Well, speaking of, um, speaking he just of, loses his shit. Speaking of, uh, and he breaks his arm and legs. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Fighting Colossus. Right. On, he's just standing there. He's hopping on one foot. It was kind of like a Monty Python thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. So what do you want me to do? Oh, uh, remember when he got shot in the asshole and he's just laying there with his ass up in the air? <laughs> and he shoots the guy in the face. And he's like right up Main Street. Yeah. And then, and then he shoots him like three or four more times because he got shot in the asshole by that guy. Oh, that's right. He, had, he only had four <laughs> bullets left, and he's all he's all like, you know, he can't shoot anymore. He shot two more, and he's like, yeah. he's like, damn it, I only have one left. And he's like, but it was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they they did some really perfect one liners that in that show. It's just one after another after another, but every single joke hit. You know, just really. I think well. the, I think if I had one complaint to that movie um, is that I saw between the test footage and the trailer a lot more than than uh, 
than was led to believe oh. because a lot of the because what what was the uh, what was the, the the leaked footage that was what five minutes long? Well, yeah, Something that was like a that. test footage um, reel, like that, but that, about five minutes long, right? Yeah, it was like five. Those, it was like those four were or five minutes long. Almost the same jokes. Yeah. Well, what it was was, um, I, if I remember right, that was what they were going to show the executives to try to sell them on the idea on a Deadpool movie. But the Deadpool right. movie at that point was dead. Was uh, no pun intended. It was dead, dead. And someone leaked the footage, which who who came out and said they leaked it? Did anyone come out and say they leaked it yet? No. Ryan Reynolds said this week that he's seventy percent sure that it wasn't him. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, it, uh, but they leaked it, and it debuted at Comic Con. And my brother actually was there in the audience when he saw it. And he's he texted me right away, and he's like, "You got to go online and see if you can find this thing. I think it's up online now." And so I saw it, and I flipped out. I was like, "Why aren't they making this right now? This is incredible. This is exactly the way Deadpool should be." And then, not even a few days later, they said, "We're greenlighting the movie." And it started filming last March, and it was done filming in May, and now here it's February, and it's out. You're talking a year and a half later, boom. You know, it was that fast. So, yeah, they could not have done a better job with this movie. Oh, my seriously. God. It's just power of the fans. And, uh, you know, this this uh, director, I guess, has been around for a while. He's, um, I'd never heard of him before, but he really nailed it. I mean, they got to give this guy the, the sequel for sure, bring everybody back because they, they yeah, did definitely. such a fucking awesome job, you know. Um, so one of the running gags, um, that I really, really, that I liked was the fact that Ajax, his real name was Francis, which, you know, <laughs> yeah. he learns, he learns the name while in captivity. And so like through the whole movie, he's doing that, uh, that thing where he's just like, what's my name? And he won't say, you know, and he, and they have this like, you know, running gag throughout the whole thing. And then the very end when he goes, what's my name? And he doesn't say anything. And then he lines up all those bodies on the ground. And then the, 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 that was so fucking awesome. It spells out Francis. It spelled out Francis, all the dead bodies. I just, oh my God, that was awesome. Was so awesome. I love, I love the fact that he left all the fucking guns in the taxi. <laughs> <laughs> they do this like major sequence where they're loading up all these guns, and then next thing you know, you see Hugh Jackman on the Sexiest Man Alive People magazine thrown in the bag. Yeah, and, like, and the duffel bag has got like pink pink bunnies on it, or no, pink kittens or something. Yeah. On it. He, oh my god. There, oh, so before we get into that, there was that one scene where he's like fast forwarding. He's like he's like we're all caught up. Let's fast forward, and then he stops in the middle, and you see him jerking <laughs> off while playing with a unicorn. I'm like, what is this? He's like, oh. He's like, oh, not, you're not supposed to see that. You go and then it, and then the payoff later is when he's talking to the old lady, who's another Easter egg, Blind Al. Yeah, and he picks up he picks up the unicorn, and then he picks up the uh, lotion. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna go in the back. Yeah, <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> but um, yeah, there, there... how about when he touched? Well, how about when he touched Blind Al with with his little hand that was growing back? <laughs> <laughs> He goes, he goes, what did he say? He's like, uh, he's like, I'm going to go do this now while my hand, because it'll make it look big or something. It'll make it <laughs> Yeah, big. it'll be huge. It'll feel huge. <laughs> <laughs> A little baby hand. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, because, so like, you know, Colossus, like, you know, he handcuffs him, and he he cuts his own hand he off. Cuts his own. That was pretty yeah. gross, but I was like, oh, yeah, they that's refer right. He referenced so many movies in that, in that uh, movie. 
uh, he, he referenced 120, 127 hours in that movie, too. That, that's right. It. That's right. Before he cuts his hand off. That's, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot about that. Yeah, he he references all the X Men shit. He references Green Lantern, references you know Blade, references. Uh, uh, he even had the he even had the X uh, Origins, the, the Deadpool uh, action figure. He had the, the, the Wade Wilson mouth shut. Thing. Oh, that got a huge laugh too, and a clap. People yeah. were clapping when they saw that. That little figure uh, that was great. That everything about. This movie's great. He knows it. He he made. He, oh my god! Right off the bat, he was making fun of of Green Lantern and, and X Men Origins. Right off the bat. Remember, right before. Well, remember right when. Also, well, this is like kind of a quarter of the way in, but um, he says, "Don't make my don't make my superhero suit green or animated." Right, right. When he's being pulled into taken down to go get surgery or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He says that. Well, the running gag is definitely, um, you know, the uh, Hugh Jackman and Wolverine. There's like just a running gag through the whole thing. Like he even said, like, what's gonna, t- you know, what's gonna take to make this movie or something like that? Like, whose balls do I have to play with or whatever to to <laughs> yeah. get this movie made? It was great, and 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 then even like at the very end when. His yeah. girlfriend <laughs> takes his mask off. He's got a Hugh Jackman face mask on. <laughs> I got a huge laugh too. He actually has it stapled to his fucking face. He, did. he had it stapled to his forehead and his chin. Oh, God. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what would make the next movie great is if it, really if Hugh Jackman does a cameo as Wolverine. I think that'd be fucking awesome. Well, he said that this the Wolverine that he's filming now is the last time. Yeah, but you never know. So you never know. Well, it, it's probably best if if he is going to stay away or if he's going to be in Deadpool too that they do it sooner than later because you know 20th Century Fox need, will try and find the next Wolverine as soon as possible. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I don't know, man. I don't know how you replace Hugh Jackman, but then again, I didn't believe they could replace William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy and you know DeForest Kelly either with the Star Trek. So anything's possible. It's just uh, well, I'm I'm kind of I think I'm kind of ready. Not that I'm sick of Hugh Jackman being Wolverine, but there is almost like a, a Wolverine overload. He's this is this will be his third standalone X Men movie. No other. He's been in X Men every single movie. Been. Yeah, he's been in every single X Men movie with the exception, I think, Apocalypse. I don't unless he makes a cameo, but I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah. see that happening. So, but he's been in every single one. This is fifteen years going, sixteen years going. So, it's time. It's time to hang up the claws and you know because it's not like he. It's not like he's the. I mean, he's fucking. He's huge. Like he's jacked. Yeah, but he's not. He's like over six feet tall. Wolverine in the comic books is under under like five nine, I think, or five. Yeah, eight. something He's like really that. Well, short. And, and if they're going to do it, I'm probably they're probably going to distinguish him, you know, way different than Hugh Jackman. So they might even put him in the, you know, in the suit or with the, you know, the the mask with the ears and all that stuff. And 
Um, yeah, I don't know. How which they hinted, do that, but... which they hinted at that. If you watch the, isn't there a post credits to Wolverine, the Wolverine, where he yep. opens up the box, this box? He's in the it's, jet. It's not the yellow and blue costume. It's the brown and the, the right. brown and the light brown. Right, right. Which I really got excited about. I was like, oh shit, are they really going to do this? And then nothing ever comes yeah. of it, really. You know, Days of Future's Past. No. He's just kind of, again, he's the main <clears throat> character running throughout that movie. Um, right, because originally it's actually supposed to be, uh, it's supposed to be Kitty Pride. That Kitty Pride, yeah, that's right, that's right. So, so that didn't happen. No, no, they pretty much threw continuity out of the window too. I mean, it's it's all over the place right now, but. I you know well, the way that they explain the way that they explain the time travel, they kind of wrote themselves into a corner to actually have to have or have to use Wolverine to to do it because the way that they were explaining it in the movie was that it would just rip somebody's mind to shreds and the only person that could actually survive that continuous like time jump or whatever was. Uh, right, because powers. he can heal constantly, you know, reheal. Oh, that's right. I, f- I forgot about that plot point. I was trying to remember why they so chose like him they, to go well, back. Again, they wrote themselves into a corner. They couldn't, because they couldn't even send Professor X back. Right. So they wrote themselves into it where Wolverine had to be the main character, even though even though when McAvoy and Fassenbacher, that's his last name, right? Fassbender. Whatever. Who the fuck? Or- Orville, Orville Redbacher and uh, <laughs> <laughs> the popcorn guy. And the, so yeah, but they had a they had a good rapport. Oh, they have a good rapport. Yeah, um, and it was played out really well in Days of Future's Past. Yeah, that was it. Was a great popcorn movie. I, I really loved that. And the you know Quicksilver really stole the show in that one scene, which I heard they they filmed last or something like that. That like that's something that was an afterthought scene that they decided to put in there, and it it was absolute genius. The, did you read the article about this one, the new the Quicksilver scene that's in Apocalypse? No. So it took them it took them two months to film a three minute segment. Oh man, I can't wait. Yeah, I love that shit. I love that. I guess because they had to do something that, you know, was way over the top more than the first one. Oh, cool! And and this one is not is not like a comedy relief type thing, whereas the first one was. This one, this one they're saying is a necessity, uh, something serious. Basically, I think I think they leaked it or in the conversation where the sequence is him saving the kids in. The mansion when apocalypse attacks. Okay. Yeah. Well, so I we'll guess see. it's. I guess it's him, like, you know, running out with kids constantly or whatever. It's gotta be been something crazy. Oh, cool. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. Oh, uh, the the one you know after seeing the Super Bowl trailer, it looked like um, apocalypse. He can he can grow like he can make himself huge. Well, he could in the comic books. Yeah, in the comic books, he could do that. Yeah, because it shows him regular size, and he grabs the James McAvoy character, X, Professor X, and shoves him to the ground, and then he like just gets giant all of a sudden. I was like, "What the hell? Like, that's crazy." Yeah, yeah, he can do that in the comic books. And so the four horsemen, though, it looks like what Psylocke and uh, Storm, uh, Storm, Archangel, uh, Dark Archangel. Angel, and Magneto. Uh, right, crazy. That wasn't. That wasn't the original one. No, Magneto was is replacing 
somebody who makes you sick. I forget the name of that person. And it looks yeah. like they're bringing pretty much everybody back, but in a younger self, you know, because like Jean Grey is played by uh, Sansa, the girl that's on um, Game of Thrones. And then um, uh, Storm is played by a younger girl who looks pretty much like Storm. And, um, you know, young Cyclops. And the only person you don't see anywhere is Wolverine, but you just have to assume that Wolverine is in the Weapon X program or he's walking around in amnesia or something at that point. Right. So um, how about about in Deadpool when he talks about the mansion? He's like, no, man, out here. He's like, oh, it's very spacious or it's very big. I wonder why I only see two X-Men. He's like, I want... It's probably because the producers couldn't get enough money to put more X-Men in the movie. Right. That was great. I know. That was awesome. Because that's what everyone was probably thinking. They're just like, where is everybody? <laughs> yeah. They're off to some seminar. Yeah, I love how he's just like, he's just you two? What the hell? You know, and, and I guess it's crazy how many times he he, you know, broke the fourth wall or not broke the fourth wall, but referenced other movies. Yes. Uh other comic book movies and stuff like that, or other other universes. And you still never saw it coming because it would just you would be invested in the movie again at that time, not looking for another joke, and it fucking hits you, and you didn't see it coming. Did did he make like any it, references outside of Marvel though? Did he make DC references beside Green Lantern? Like I kept thinking to myself, how are they getting away with this? Like, are they get like can they get sued or you know for using certain? Well, actually, they no never, because they never did say no way, Green because, Lantern. Uh, they, just, they just referenced things that you already knew that that immediately like oh they're talking about green lantern you know they didn't i'm almost positive in the comic books that deadpool has referenced like superman or something like that interesting other dc dc characters because he knows he's in a comic book right 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 so he knows this whole thing is a farce and he knows so in this version like in the ryan reynolds version he knows he's in a movie so he references other movies instead of the comic books that's awesome it's 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 so well done. I mean, from top to bottom, every character you cared about. The the sex scene between him and his girlfriend was just hysterical. <laughs> she's gorgeous. I love her. I loved her in Firefly. Yes, and in Goth she's in Gotham and um, I don't she, like her in Gotham. I yeah, just don't like Gotham. She's done other things that I think she's great and uh but she she plays crazy just like Wade Wilson. She's just she's yeah. Perfect. She does a really good job. She's she's really good. I I was wondering how they they were going to play off, but she's she played sarcastic pretty well. Yeah, she did. Oh my god, that that scene, you know, where she's he's like on all fours and she's got the strap on. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> this is terrible. And he's like, no, he's like, ouch, like enough, enough. Yeah, it was great. Uh, yeah, and they're they're you know the the Voltron ring you know the, on the first date oh like, wins yeah, the Voltron right. that was so, so funny. Good. Um, no, just everything that, like the writing, everything was just really solid. Even the even the part where he finds out that he gets cancer when it turns serious, it was serious. Yeah, and I I felt for it because like they they regardless of how funny like this all the cutscenes were of them make like having sex on a holiday. Yeah, but it like it built this relationship weirdly, subconsciously. Somehow, it built this like relationship um, with them and how much they were in love. And then when it cuts to the dramatic part where he finds out he's got cancer, it really worked. Yeah, now all of a sudden I forgot that I was, you know, I all of a sudden forgot that it was uh, 
you know, a comic book. And a it Deadpool was Deadpool. Movie. Yeah, and, and you kind of felt for him. You felt for that relationship, and you're just like, oh, my gosh. Like, and then yeah, that, and was, was, that of, was out of the comic books, too, because he, he does leave her in the comic books. Yeah. Yeah, and, so, and you understand and why. Leaves. You know, yeah, you, yeah. yeah, you understand. You're just like, okay, like, he doesn't want to, you know, get become an invalid and her watching him right. die, slowly die and what it's doing to her. So he's just like, I'm yeah, just so going to bail. Like everything, everything that they did worked. There wasn't one time. Uh, no, you know what? There was, I lied. There was one time where I thought, okay, this is a little ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It was the, uh, it was the end scene where that almost looked like a helicarrier, by the way, uh-huh. when the helicarrier blew up. Yeah, the, it did. The, it did. I was wondering what that was. When it blew up, when it blew up, I was thinking, okay, this is a little like you didn't have to blow up the entire, you know, aircraft carrier to get your point across, right? Because that was a lot of wasted CG for me. What I liked about the movie up until that point was that everything wasn't it wasn't grounded, but it was it looked um, like they weren't forcing CG into the scene. Like obviously, Colossus had to be CG, but yeah. You know, they were using like prosthetics to get his arms and his, you know, his his hands all jello looking when yeah. he broke him punching Colossus. So, yeah, there were special effects in the movie, but it, there were not a lot of over the top special effects. Yeah, and I read course, that um, the they end. did it kind of on a shoestring budget too. I heard it was like fifty eight yeah. million dollars or something like that for the movie, which is really like they spent their money pretty well. And this movie's yeah. gonna make this movie's gonna make triple that, you know, easily. There, well, it, it said I read something today that it said it it was actually it was originally projecting to be like fifty or sixty million, and they were to be happy about that. But now it's projecting to be in the hundred millions. Holy cow! Could, I would be I would be thrilled if this movie did a hundred million. I really would. I, I was I mean sixty million. Would well, have been amazing I would say too. like they were saying they were saying like ninety to a hundred million. So it wasn't like you know two hundred million type movie, but they right. were saying that they were. It was projecting a lot higher, and it broke the R record for um, midnight of midnight releases. It beat out. It beat out Hangover. Yeah, Hangover Two or something like that. Yeah, it's number one. So that's why, and they were projecting like thirty million for Friday. Oh, that's that'd be fantastic. I I really hope it does well. I I really, I I think they they did build a lot of hype on this movie, and the marketing has been absolutely amazing. Yeah, and. so they deserve, I mean, they deserve all it, but they, they spent their money like really, really well. Like they knew what they were doing and they didn't, yep. um, yeah, that her, that aircraft. So the aircraft carrier thing, when I first saw that, I, th- I immediately went to like, I wonder, is this anywhere near where Captain America, you know, winter soldier happened when those helicarrier, those things blew up in the air and they fell to the ground and crashed. And I was like sitting there going like, what is that thing? Because it looked pretty damaged, whatever it was, to begin with. Right. And so I immediately yeah, thought I don't know. about that. It, it kind of took me out a little bit of the movie because I was trying it to did. figure out what it was. Yeah. Because um, there's nothing in the X-Men universe that looks like that. No. In, in I, I don't X-Men know what that was. universe, anyway. Yeah. I'm like, is that the Avengers helicarrier that's, like, damaged? Like, what is that thing? Cause it was oh, a, you know what's it was crazy, enormous. too? Oh, you, speaking, I don't know why I thought it, well, probably because aircraft carrier makes me think of, like, army planes and stuff. So did you notice that when Colossus and I can't even remember her name, she they get on they get on the X jet and the X jet is an SR seventy one. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, the original X jet I think in the in the comic books was an SR seventy one. 
They just changed it for the singer version. But they went they went like comic book. They went comic book on it because I'm almost positive the original X-Jet was an SR-71. That scene uh, almost kind of didn't work for me only because I was like, wait a minute. They're the only t- – like they're just taking that jet? Like they're not asking permission or – or wait a minute, isn't the other X-Men using it? Like, I was just like... Well, they of, fixed that with the joke that he fucking made about Yeah, it. Like, I, it I get that. I, I, it's kind of like one of those things where you just like let it go. It's not a, it's just a minor quip. But I, I thought to myself, like, how are they taking taking this thing out of here? And where are they going to land it, you know? And like, I just so, thought... We're just nitpicking, though, because this movie is fucking awesome. Oh, my God. We're, well, when it shows, you know, when they're back in the cab at the end and Colossus is, like, hunched over in the back and <laughs> fucking, yeah. and it's, like, hitting every speed bump, you know, every pothole. It's just hitting the and ground. And then there's a guy and, in the fucking trunk. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That whole scene where Deadpool's like, you better, let, you better let him go. And he's like, kill him. <laughs> yeah, he keeps whispering to... Yeah, there's a little subplot with the cab driver that was awesome. Yeah. It, that and that worked off. well, too. Yeah, That worked fucking awesome, too. Off. The fact and, that he takes a cab to go kill people. Yeah. <laughs> and he, they, they load up with all these guns, and they throw it in the back, yeah. and, they, and they get there, and, they, and they, the guy drives off, and he's like, fuck, I forgot my bag. And he's, yeah. trying, to, he's trying to call him, and the taxi cab gets in an accident. And <laughs> you're like, the oh, guy's shit. in the trunk. That guy's in trouble. Um, yeah, everything paid off in this movie. I mean, that we talked about that with the Avengers and the whole uh, the, oh, right. hammer. And, but right. they did it exceptionally well in multiple cases. It wasn't just one thing where it paid off in the end. There was multiple Yeah, there were like things. little it – was, it wasn't like a major um, plot point like it was in the Avengers, but – Right, right. Every single payoff in this movie is funny. It's just yeah. really funny. And you don't see it really coming. You're just like, oh, shit, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> like, you yeah, kind of so, you, you yeah. knew some things were coming, but when they hit, you still fucking laughed. You're just like, oh, my God. Like, you could sense it coming, and you're like, oh, no, they didn't. No, they're not going to do even, that. We're not even doing enough justice of how many jokes we're missing right now from that movie because it was just so good. Even even the, uh, even the mid-credits where they were doing the animated thing, and yes. they were showing the names of people like... He said that guy's, you know that that's that guy's hot, and he got a little bone at the little cartoon. Deadpool got a boner. Yeah, and they kept getting bigger and bigger between each person. Well, the unicorn, the unicorn, he gets on the unicorn and starts stroking its horn. <laughs> he and, off yes. its unicorn, <laughs> <laughs> and it comes rainbow. Yeah, because <laughs> and it shit out money. <laughs> yeah, everything. <laughs> <laughs> everything, everything they did was fantastic. It's it's such a fun movie. It's it's a oh, fun, God, it's a it's fucking so date movie, dude. I, that's what blew me away. I was like, oh my god, I could have took I could have took my girl to this. I think she would have enjoyed my it. Friend, my friend was saying that his uh, uh, I think she's thirteen years old. Uh huh. He was saying before the movie started, he was thinking that he was going to take her. I think I should take her. What do you think? I'm like, I don't know, dude. It's rated R. Yeah, and then five minutes into the movie, he turns to me and says, "I can't take her to this movie." <laughs> no, man, it's so. <laughs> the, how, how many especially times after the Ryan Reynolds, eighty-seven, uh, eighty-seven. Especially times. after the, uh, especially after the uh, strap-on scene, he was like, "No fucking way, I'm not taking her to this movie." <laughs> 
I can't take her to see this. <laughs> you know, I, th- so I think though. I think girls would have dug that movie. I mean, for multiple reasons. You know, one, he's again, he's like really charming and you know, all that. He's good looking and all that stuff in the beginning. And then the strap on scene. I'm sure every girl would want to do that to their boyfriend. And then like the. You know, one of the X Men. You know, the sidekick was a girl, and she was really cool. Um, she, yeah, um, she was. I, I like how that uh, the the one girl. I can't remember her name. Was it Angel Dust or Angel? I can't remember. She came and like punched Colossus, and he Colossus. just flew. I was like, wow! And she beat the crap out of him. You know, yeah, she did. And then the other girl just kind of like Sonic waved and hit her real hard, and I was like, holy shit! That was really cool. Um. Yeah, everything yeah. they did. They did. I was really surprised, honestly, about the whole X Men thing. I think they did a great job, you know, adding those little sidekicks for him to play off of. And because Colossus, you know, is such a stand up guy and like really like, you know, I don't uh, even know how they're gonna. I don't even know if they made an X Men movie how this would play out with like because think about the tone of the Brian Singer movies and now picture picture Deadpool in the middle of it. Well, Deadpool, you know. Deadpool would be like, um, I'm trying to like attribute it to somebody from the Avengers, like popping in, you know, like if, um, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Iron Man popped well, in for a little cameo or something like that. Yeah, I can't be, see, but that's not I even the same Deadpool thing as a cameo home. because what happens in the comic books when he's in somebody else's comic book, he breaks the fourth wall there too. Oh God. So that's what I, that's why I'm trying to picture. I'm trying to picture, you know. I know Singer said this was his last one, but but just picture the movies that he's made so far, like Days of Futures Past, and picture Deadpool in there, and like it does it does it 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 doesn't work in my head. So no. kudos, and, to, and, the, kudos and, to whoever director does do that and make it work because I can't picture it right now. Well, yeah, and even Matthew Vaughn when he did um, X Men First Class was it was serious. It was like yeah. a serious so, movie. You know, try um, to picture Deadpool in there breaking the fourth wall in the middle of. You know, yeah, what's going on. it's going to be really, it's going to be difficult, but, you know, he would the, have tones, to be... the tones of Singer's jokes work for that movie, you know. Um, oh, X-Men 2 had a ton of them with Wolverine, you know, when he's just yeah. like, you know, what he's are you like, professor uh, of? And he's yeah. like history or whatever. And like when he Art gets, oh, when, when, the, when the cops show up and they're like, put your knives down or whatever. And he's like, I can't, you yeah. know. And, or the scene where they, they, they go... They steal uh, Cyclops' car, and the first song that comes on <laughs> yeah. is like In Sync or Backstreet Boys or whatever. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Some of the jokes are really subtle, and some are you know really out. Yeah, there, but they but... fit that tone. You know, they fit that. Yeah, I just don't see Deadpool breaking the fourth wall and and cursing. You know, the whole time. Or would they even right. let him curse? Because would they even let him curse? Because you know you can't make an, an R-rated X-Men. You got to get no. that to PG-13. You would have to, because um, they they had an F word in both uh, X Men First Class and in uh, Days of Futures Past. It, it, yeah, but not jokes, the way that Deadpool. Both jokes use involved. It. No, no, no. That's true. Both jokes involved, you know, Wolverine. So, like, if they had Deadpool, you know, in an X Men movie, he they would have to tone it down drastically. They'd have to figure out how to do that. But I was reading about, you know, how people are, you know, really love this movie, but now everyone's nervous for Deadpool 2 because now they're thinking, well, 
you know, and this is the curse of every rated R movie before it, like Expendables and Matrix and all those movies that were great. The first movies were great rated R movies that they're going to turn it PG-13 to try to draw Uh, a bigger audience. And I hope not. I hope they don't fucking do it. That would be a huge mistake. Yeah, if they if they turn this PG thirteen, you'll know it's some fucking idiot suit at Warner Brothers saying, "Well, now we have a franchise. We gotta we gotta be careful," you know. And just like just like I I can't stand when suits get involved in movies like this, where you're losing sight of the fact of why it worked in the first place. Well, I don't think a a franchise like Deadpool could be in a Warner Brothers situation. You know, I'm I'm I honestly am surprised Fox really put their. Why did the fuck did I say Warner Brothers? I don't know. I thought maybe you were saying if if you know they were at Warner Brothers, someone would make it PG thirteen, which you're probably right, even though that's not what oh. you thought you said. <laughs> but still, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Vic, you're right, even though you don't even know what you're saying. Um, <laughs> but but Fox, I was really surprised because after the Fantastic Four debacle, um, they still this, say they didn't want to let it go. This movie. It's it's almost as if they just stayed out of the fucking way. They're just like, here's the money, go make your Deadpool movie, which they need to do that more often. You well, know? they they said that was a blessing in disguise because of how little the money cost, how how little the movie cost to make. They were able to do things and not have the studio breathing down their necks. If they had X Men money then it, we probably wouldn't have gotten the same movie. Well, even Brian Singer, when he did the first X-Men, if I remember right, they only gave, he asked for like 100 to 120 because there was some things he wanted to do, and they only gave him 75, and they said, this is all you get. So when you want go back and watch the first X-Men movie, that, that's money pretty well spent. And right. then when the, when the second movie came out, they, you could tell they said, okay, here's more money. And that opening mm-hmm. sequence of X Men Two is still fucking amazing, you know, with the Nightcrawler jumping around. Oh and my shit. god, that's one of the best opening scenes of any comic book movie you'll yes, ever see. Yes, so good. Um, so you know, this I got movie the biggest proved... cheer like when after uh, mm-hmm. Nightcrawler disappeared after he got shot in the arm. The, yes, the theater went fucking nuts because yes. we, I, we'd never, I'd never seen anything like that before. It's so well done, too. It still holds up. It's such a great scene. It's such a perfect comic book scene. Yes. And a great opener to to a movie. I mean, it's so good. It's it's scary. It's thrilling. That set the the tone for the entire movie because you knew knew after that opening sequence that you were going to get a fucking ridiculously good movie. Yes. It's still one of my all-time favorites. X-Men 2 is amazing. It's so good. Yeah, it still stands up. It still stands Uh, up really well. But see, you know, I, I... uh, you know, so I'm a little scared as far as like Deadpool 2 is concerned too, because of the level of you know writing and jokes and all that stuff like it could get old, it could get weird, it could get you know it could go any number of ways wrong, and they just have to really be careful what they do next. And I really think it'd be a big mistake to go PG-13. You need to keep it R-rated all no. the way through. PG-13, just doom it right now. Don't even make it if you're going to do it PG-13 because it's going to get fucked up. No, this is like a really, really hard R. I mean, there is a lot of nasty jokes in this thing. But, <laughs> yeah. but for whatever reason, coming out of his mouth makes it so charming and funny. Kind of like fucking, I always talk about Ari from, from Entourage. Totally. I've never heard anybody curse like Ari did in that movie. And he gets away or with that it. show. Yeah, and in Deadpool, there's no, I've never seen anybody, you know, 
you know, do sarcastic insults like Ryan Reynolds, and now you give him this free reign, a hard R, and the comic book movie that he wants to make, and well, they just and nailed his, it. His sidekick buddy is just as fucking funny as he is. You know, T.J. Miller, that, that dude yeah. was hysterical, and he gets away with it too, just the way his his voice is and the way he delivers. He could yeah. get away with that kind of stuff. Like he was, he was saying all those wisecracks to like the bad guy sitting in his bar, and he could get his ass kicked, you know, and killed. And he's <laughs> right. being all sarcastic. I was like, oh my god, like that's just it's awesome. They, you know, they did such a good job with casting, and, and the jokes were amazing. And um, so the sequel, I'm, I'm really looking forward to. I'm leery about, but I'm really, really looking forward to that. And uh, I'm just looking for. I'm hoping Ryan Reynolds now has turned this corner where he's going to start getting, you know, really good roles. Like, um, start having a Chris Pratt type of career, you know? Like, Chris Pratt's got some really cool shit coming up. I don't know if you've read about any of the stuff he has, but it's very diversified and yeah. looking forward to that. Oh, so one more thing. What trailers did you get before the movie? I got the because old Batman Superman one. Oh seriously, they played the brand new one that dropped the other day. Yeah, the brand. That's brand what new I thought one. we were supposed to get, but we didn't. Maybe they didn't transfer it to IMAX. Oh well, okay. So there was one trailer in particular that had everybody freaking out over. Um, do you remember a movie called Shoot 'Em Up a few years ago with uh, Clive Owen? Um, yes, yes, yes. Okay, that movie okay. kicked ass. So but it okay, was. I don't so, think it was called Shoot 'Em Up. I think it was called Shoot 'em Up, but 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 picture that, but the movie completely in first person perspective, like you're playing a, a first person video game. What movie is this? I can't remember now for the life of me what the name is. I was hoping you saw that trailer too, and you would tell me what it was, no, but I can't remember. I see it. So I have never seen anything like that. It's a whole hour and a half movie from a first person. You're the you're the the person running around. It's it's shown out of their eyes. And it it was very jarring, but like all the fight sequences and all this crazy shit happens all from your point of view. Mm. And uh, so I'm really interested, like, I've never seen anything like that. Like, they've done certain things like that in certain movies, like Doom, you know, with The Rock. Oh, God, it was terrible. Yeah, it was a terrible movie, but at the very end, they did that thing where it was all first-person perspective. Right, Well, this movie's like that all the way through, apparently. Mm. No, so I, I gotta. I'll find that. I'll try to find that trailer and I'll I'll ship it off. To, I'll send you the link. But um, I was like, dang, we got to talk about that trailer because it's it's just freaking. I've never seen anything like that, and the audience was just going crazy over it. Um, but yeah, the Batman v Superman trailer. Interestingly enough, everyone was like, meh. No one even cared, said anything mm-hmm. about it while we were sitting there, and then um, probably because it's a DC movie and a Marvel, you know, DC trailer in a Marvel movie, which I found kind of strange too, but big thumbs up for Deadpool, big thumbs up, huge thumbs, go watch this movie. You will not be disappointed. It is unless you don't like sarcasm and jokes and fart and dick and fart jokes and stay away from it. But and it violence. Is, it's and lots of awesome. violence and cursing, a lot of violence, heads being lopped off, people getting shot left and right, people getting screwed up the butt. There's no <laughs> like, reason. It's got everything you want. Everything. Unicorns getting jacked off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's awesome. Totally awesome. And Ryan so, Reynolds is that's back. It. Episode eight's in the bag. Episode eight. And yeah, we'll be back next week uh, to talk about some more shit with you guys. 
So, episode eight, you on this Nerds United podcast. This is BJ. Vic. All right, later. Later. Thank you.